Hi everyone, it is Jade here with a really quick pre-disclaimer disclaimer. Um, we actually recorded this episode twice because one of our files was corrupted the first time we recorded this episode. So the second time through, we were really focused on just like saying the content and stuff. And we actually forgot to mention something very important to our conversation about this theme. Um, and that is the fact that we're talking in super gendered language and we kind of don't speak as though we are applying any nuance to our discussion on female friendships. Um, but in actuality, we, when we're talking about female friendships and male friendships, while we're using the like very gendered terminology that seems really kind of archaic, in it we are having pretty loose definitions. We do believe that being a lady, being a woman, being a girly, it's a state of mind more than anything. So if that's you, this applies to you. Um, and whatever your gender preference may be, or if you're non-binary, anything like that. We hope you can enjoy this episode and take everything we say lightly. You know, we are not academics. We are absolute fools. And additionally, we don't want any, you know, grand sweeping jokes that we make about men in general to seem as though we don't have an understanding that we are overgeneralizing either for the sake of humor or for the sake of like an example. Uh, we all three of us have many wonderful men in our lives who we cherish and adore and appreciate them. We love them all. So yeah, I hope that if you listen to this episode, you laugh, you have a good time, and uh, you uh, feel a little appreciation for the good friendships in your life. Be them with whoever you have. Um, and in the future, if you ever want to skip <laughs> a long disclaimer like this, you can always look in the show notes. I will always put timestamps so you can skip through. Um, that's all from me. Enjoy the episode. Much love. Hi, my name is Desiree. And my name is Jade. And welcome to the Tin Cannular Podcast. This is a show all about our unfiltered opinions and unsolicited advice. Every week, we'll discuss a topic that applies to our lives that we think deserves some attention. It's going to be a mixture of our serious thoughts, stupid ideas, wild conspiracies, ridiculous anecdotes, and more. So whether you want to learn from our mistakes, be comforted by our thoughts, or if you're just in the mood to chat, we've got the show for you. Before we begin, let's get a quick disclaimer out of the way. Remember that this is just a podcast. We are not experts in anything. And a lot of what we say, if not most of what we say, is said in jest. Listener discretion is advised. You're recording yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Me scared. <laughs> this is actually, I'm going to be worse the first time. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm going to be nervous this entire episode because literally no. this, this is our second time recording this episode. Uh, yeah. For your information, literally, I, my, my, I guess my studio fucked up in the end. The my my part of the studio uh, fucked up in the end uh, and lost the entire file. So this is day two of recording this. The, yeah. What we go, the lengths we go to for you guys, like appreciate us, please. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because we could have just said, we could have just said, you know what? No episodes this week. Exactly. We could have done that. It's too traumatizing. Yeah. We can't do it. But instead, instead we said, we're going to get back on this the next day and do it. And I would let you guys know, arguably there have been more signs that it's going to go wrong today. Oh, <laughs> like no. The oh, Wi-Fi God. is cutting in and out. <laughs> like everything about it is unconventional. 
But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. And if you guys um, are listening to this now, then we've we've been successful. We've been successful. Yes. I guess I want to say hi, everyone. Hello, hi and welcome hi. to this hi. episode. I'd like to introduce that the fact that we have a very special guest here with us. You've pro- probably been hearing a third voice and thinking like, who is yes. that? Well, it's our wonderful friend Indigo from University. Indigo, <laughs> say hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Yay. Shine on the corner. Yay. <laughs> Crowd goes wild. I feel like if we were like the iCarly gang, like you know how they had those like um, sound bites or whatever, where it'd be like applauses mm. or like boo. Mm-hmm. Like I would <laughs> yeah. do for Indigo, I would have like a sparkly sound. It would be like. I would, ha- yeah. I would have that and then it'd be followed by. Who's that lady? Something like that. Like something about her being like sexy or something. A new hot bombshell into the villa. Into the villa. Hot bombshell. Um, Indigo is visiting me in LA currently. So um, we're vibing. We're yeah. soaking up the Californian sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn right. And how have you enjoyed... This is her second visit. How have you been enjoying your second visit? Good. Love to see it. I mean, it's like negative degrees in Chicago now, so mm-hmm. sun is a grand blessing. Yeah. I? Welcome, mm-hmm. welcome thing. Yep. Yeah. How's it How's it in London? Uh, yeah, it's reporter? not sunny. You know, it's it's really yeah. not. It's not sunny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can confirm it's not sunny. Um, it's not warm. Um, and I'm straight up not having a good time. Actually, okay, I'm, I'm over-exaggerating there. <laughs> I'm over-exaggerating. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it could it could be colder. I didn't turn on my heating today, so mm-hmm. that's a win. Mm-hmm. That's a win. That and is a win. All you, all you girlies out there, everyone who knows about the cost of living crisis everywhere, mm-hmm. that's a huge W. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll a win's that. a win. <laughs> a win's <laughs> a win. I'll let you know. I will let you guys know that the whole time Indigo has been here, that has been her term. She goes, like, a win's a win. A win is a win. Look, because this trip has taken us through very high highs and very low lows. Yeah. <laughs> and you just have to say, a win is a win. A win's a win. At the end of the day. I've also been saying a lot of, I can have it all. Mm-hmm. So I just believe that I, it doesn't matter. I can have it all. Um, even when that might seem delusional, I will say, I can have it all. And it's the case because... One day I was in urgent care for a few hours. The next we were on like a two hour hike and went for drinks. <laughs> so it's just, you know, I can have it all. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine a more like early 20s, early 20s sort of scenario. Like yeah. being in mm-hmm. urgent care and then going out for drinks. Like literally yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's yeah. so, it's so classic. <laughs> it is so classic. Yeah. And that's the beauty of being, you know how fun it is to be young, to be mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm just going to. I'm just going to like body a drink after urgent care with like yeah. the girlies, you know, like yeah, as if nothing's yeah. happened. Yeah. <laughs> whimsy. Sheer willpower. <laughs> Sheer willpower. Whimsy. Um, I can have it all. And yeah. a win is a win. It's a win. You have to say it in a really win. specific voice. Like what's that guttural, like deep baritone? A win's a win. Yeah. A win's a win. <laughs> with the TikTok sound like that specifically. <laughs> but it's so true because a win is a win. Like despite Truly. the epic... L's we've taken on this trip. Yes. <laughs> there are little wins everywhere all around us. Um, so waiting for you to find them. Yeah. <laughs> wins win. Wins win. I wish I had a catchphrase. I wish I had like some sort of catchphrase. I I, I haven't been like I don't know. I've just been. I feel like I, lately I've I've just been real relaxed in in Ooh. when it comes to everything right now. So I don't know. I you know what a win is a win. 
I'll, I'll apply this to today. So um, literally yesterday, my manager was kind of on my ass because I wasn't working hard enough. Mm. And she kind of kicked my ass into gear yesterday, right? It was kind of an L because I was called out for being lazy. Uh-huh. But it motivated me today to actually do something. So okay. mm-hmm. a win is a win. A win is a win. A win's a win. Yeah, no, it turned out. That's that's the thing. You yeah. can make any L into a W because all you have to do is rotate it and add another one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two L's? Just take two L's. Two L's make a W, <laughs> make a w bro. W. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The modern day version of the opposite of two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, and I'm like, two wrongs will make a right, actually. <laughs> two L's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two just, L's just will make them. a W. Mirror them, W, right Tilt there. Tilt them slightly, connect them by the bottom. There yep. you go. There you go. Can't go wrong. A, a win is a win. <laughs> oh, I felt like I had some funny little anecdote to share. In that oh, just I can tell you what it is. Oh, tell me. Well, the one that I think has been plaguing our lives are the pets. The pets, yeah. Of course. That's also yeah. another L. The pets have been an L. Um, the dog is so unbearably hyper. I don't know what happened. Like, Indigo walked in this apartment and he's been nonstop energy ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's so energetic and hyper around her. Does, does he remember like, like what was the, what was the, what was the reunion sort of situation between Michelle and Indy? Very niche where he was jumping on me and yeah. like pushing me and do, do that whole thing where he grabs your wrist between his teeth. You're like, okay, Mish, yeah. we can breathe. We don't need right. to be this. And it's and a lot of this. Damage. <gasps> yeah. It's a lot of like him like sucking in air. He's so excited. Um, but this happened, this happened once yes. before, you know, when you first visited. So for yes. him, it's just like people just appear. His life is very mystical and wondrous. People just <laughs> right. be appearing. They'd be walking through the door and he's like, it's you? Yeah. But yeah, so he's been acting kind of like rowdy. And then, of course, the cat is in heat. We did talk about this extensively mm-hmm. um, last episode that we had the, that we had to discard. Um, so I won't get into it again mm-hmm. to spare you all the horror. But I'm all still I'll say so deeply that, disturbed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've never seen if you've never seen a cat in heat. Like you do not know the extent of what hormones can do to something. It's crazy. You know, we're, we're working around her. She's yeah getting there. Yeah. Did you hear her? La- did could you sleep last night, or did you hear her? I mean, uh, I don't know what is in the bed. I mean, like I just, I'm like a log. I do not wake up <laughs> to anything. So odds are she probably was yowling, but it completely bypassed me. <laughs> Indigo's sleeping on the couch, and whenever someone visits, we like pull the couch out and make it like a big bed, put a sheet mm. on it, all these blankets. And the problem is that, like, throughout the night, there's probably upwards of 15 interruptions in that room. Like, I go out to the bathroom, Mish wants to go out to pee, I need to feed him at, like, 6 a.m. My sister has, like, you know, whatever exercise she has to do at 5.30 in the morning, and, like, she makes her coffee and breakfast. But it's crazy because every guest has reported not waking up to anything. Every guest has been like, oh, I heard literally nothing. So something about that couch is very... Yeah. It it keeps people calm. Except for one thing, like... There was the first two nights, without fail, Mish would come onto the couch, which is, like, cute, like, sometimes snuggly, and then he'd put his ass right in your face. He'd sit on right, your face and just go, right. this was a choice at, like, 4 a.m. in the morning. Like, it was, yeah. Yeah. He is a family dog. He likes to, like, cycle from my room to the couch to, like, mm-hmm. Sarah's room. He likes to go to everyone and cuddle them for a little bit in the night. What's annoying about that is that, you know, you inevitably wake up because mm. there's like a huge dog slumping his like 90 pound body on top of you. 
But it's all it's all love. Yeah, it's all a love. win is a win. Yeah, a win is a win. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cute. That's actually kind of fucking adorable. Actually, I would do anything yeah. to, you know, mm-hmm. have me sh- throw his ass in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's been a lot of talk about like animal asses up in the air. Like I, I feel like we're gonna yeah. get flagged. This, yeah. Um, but you guys need to remember, the listeners, you need to remember. I'm considering this a plague upon the household. Like yes. I'm not like, oh, animal asses. I'm like, I'm like, oh god. I wish, I wish. Well, it end. Yeah. Onslaught. Yeah. I like. Yeah, I feel like the supervisor at a middle school dance. I'm like, everyone hands to themselves. <laughs> like, stand apart from everyone else. Please. Especially the cat. Misha's just adorable and mm-hmm. hyper, but the cat is, like, horned up. So it's just... Mm-hmm. It's, I do it's have a question, though, about your about your cat. Like, does that happen every month? Is that a monthly occurrence? It doesn't have to be. The thing about cats is that it's not always cyclical. She could have it four times in one month, and you don't know how long it lasts. And she, oh, and by the way, before anyone comes for us, we, we need to get her spayed and neutered, but um, she was too young. She's quite young right now, so we're waiting. Um, but after this heat cycle, I believe, it's uh, it's going to be the big snip. Yes, her time. <laughs> the big snip is happening, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't even know. I don't even know where to go from there. I don't even know. <laughs> it's hard, it's hard to, like, it's hard to transition, transition out. It's like, wow. So the friendship between the cat and the yeah, dog yeah, yeah, is yeah. wonderful. <laughs> there is a bonding. And on that note, we'll continue. There's a strong friendship connection, a strong bond, I'm sure, between Spider the yeah. cat, uh, you guys as well in the house, and Mish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just really reminds me, while I'm uh-huh. sitting here, you know, with you guys on my phone, on video call, yeah. it's reminding me of yes. friendship, and particularly... Mm female friendship it's mm-hmm. so funny that you say that because you know yeah. I feel like I have actually quite a lot to say on it I feel oh. like I might even have like a good five minutes worth of <laughs> something to say on that. well who would have thought wow wow good good um good thinking <laughs> well I guess I'll just like tell you guys like what's going on in my head right now when I just am thinking yeah. generally no we're all ears Jane um yeah I just feel like While our society places a lot of importance on romantic relationships and makes them seem like the most emotionally and historically significant relationships we will have in life, I'd like to argue that, for myself and many other women, some of the most impactful relationships we will have is with our female friends. This is the importance of female friendships. A 2010 study called College Women's Female Friendships, A Longitudinal View by Anna M. Martinez Aleman described female friendships as a site for assessing meaning of self and of reality, a site for the experience of different perspectives and viewpoints, and an opportunity for growth through interdependency. These friendships are the center of much discussion, the heart of many films, TV shows, and books, and they hold a certain amount of social currency in our everyday lives. And studies have shown that there are actually significant physical, emotional, and mental benefits to spending time with like-minded women. A 2020 study in feminism and psychology found that female friendships are a site of ease, escape, and refuge. And a Harvard study from 2019 found that the most successful women are those with a close inner circle of female friends. On average, female friendships last 16 years. This is six years longer than the average romantic relationship making the women of our support system staples in our lives and crucial connections we keep for near decades. 
This episode, we're going to answer a few questions about female friendships, like how do they differ from male friendships? What are some of the stereotypes of female friendships? How do we feel about the way they are depicted in media? And finally, what have our female friendships meant to us? So stay tuned and grab a girlfriend because, as Jane Fonda so wisely said at a 2015 Sundance Women in Film brunch, my female friendships help keep the starch in my spine. Mm, A word, a word. Also, I was thinking, you know, with the Jane Fonda um, quote, Imagine like being so insightful and like being so like philosophical that like literally people like take what it is that you said once and are like, and this is like law. This is like the most powerful thing Mm -hmm. you have ever like imagine actually coming up with like because that shit hit literally the starch in your spine. Come on. Your female friends. It's gospel. It's the sort of wisdom you can only get by having lived a certain amount of decades, I think. Like I think as 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 insightful as any of us can be, we could never be as punchy with it. Like, <laughs> like we need a few more decades yeah. on us. Also, I actually would also argue, a few more decades and at brunch. Like, those yes. Things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, brunch. Yes. Like, oh you're like in, like an hour in or a couple like cocktails in and you're like ready. <laughs> the fact that she was at a women in film brunch. Shut the hell up. Because that specific combo that I think really nails it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just brought it home. I could see that actually. Mm-hmm. That is so funny. Um, yeah, no, because that, that quote, "My female friendships keep the starch in my spine." Oh my god, something about it is so like. For some reason, it comforts me. Mm. It makes me think of like it's very wholesome and like almost like it reminds me of something like the Calvinists would say. <laughs> Starch in my spine. Am I wrong? Like it's something like something like work oriented. (laughs) The starch in my spine. (laughs) Right? They're like they would say like God keeps the starch in my spine. You know? Yeah, like yeah, like it's very biblical almost. Like there's something about it. But it's like but it's Jane Fond of the Calvinist. It's like Christ (laughs) Jane. It's like Protestant vibes to me for some yeah. reason. Um, but I'm keeping it for myself as like girly vibes. Mm-hmm. Female friendships keeping the starch in the spine. Why don't we... Okay. So guys, if you didn't catch it in my little lowdown, we're going to break up this episode today by just like answering specific questions about female friendships and discussing. So the first one is, let's talk. How do female friendships differ from male friendships? Do they? You know, what, what's going on there? Why, why can we designate female friendships as an episode, not just friendship in general? Mm. I feel like female friendships in particular, and like, excuse me if things get femcel, because I do not, I do not intend <laughs> for them to get femcel. Because I feel like, I feel like there'll be certain guys that like, listen, they'll be like, okay, yeah, and bash on us again and hate on us once again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, it's all love. And like, literally, we can only speak from our own perspectives and we only know what we know. Okay, period. Um, But I feel like the reason why we have to talk about female friendships in particular is one, because we're females. And two, because it's just like, it's a, it's a, it's just a different, like in my experience of having female friendships compared to male friendships, there's a world of a difference. Like Mm. you're seen better, obviously. Um, I feel like the language is different. The, um, the feeling that you have with like, I don't know, another woman in that way, like in, in a, 
it's it's a very sacred thing it's just a very sacred thing and like obviously it's a special thing to be friends with like anyone regardless of the gender but like i don't know there's just like a certain magic there's a certain almost spiritual element of like being like besties with the girls i don't know like it's just it's a thing it's it's a thing i mean i feel like it's because we emphasize vulnerability as like the crux of deep friendship that's like a big big part of being friends with girls is being really connected to them and really vulnerable with them and open emotionally Mm -hmm. and I don't want to say that that's not true for men but I would say that perhaps it's not as common I feel like with almost every close female friendship there's some level of trust and vulnerability and like depth to it um so yeah I I don't know I feel like that differs and and also I know I was talking about this yesterday I feel as though, or they, they did like some study. I don't know who they are, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know what the study was, but I could find it if I wanted to. Um, but basically they like analyzed the speech patterns of men and women. And they learned a lot, like a lot about how women are like a lot less direct with the way they speak. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't say, do this or do that. They'd be like, would you mind if possibly you could do this? Um, but they also found that a lot of the times women saw the world in terms of connection and men saw the world in terms of power. Mm. And I feel like that translates into a lot of male friendships as well. Like I, I feel like there is sometimes an innate power dynamic between male friends and like a hierarchy of like, who is the leader of these guys. Mm. <laughs> and like a lot of that friendship is dictated by saving face or competing with the men in that power structure. Whereas for women, I mean, I would say it's just so much more about being connected to one another and being like communal mm. um, rather than competing. Yeah. And I think there's also a lot more nuance. I think like, that feeds into the emotional side of that, you know, if there are power dynamics, it's more nuanced and subtler yeah. and it's not always so outright for better and for worse. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I was actually kind of thinking of something in terms of the way that women um, communicate with each other. So I was actually speaking to a man about this and I thought it was funny because it, it's only when I take it out of, like when I look at the situation in an objective lens that I realize that it's like somewhat ridiculous, but I feel like to women, like it's it's a very, I don't know, it's a common thing that happens and like very necessary, especially like in sort of in budding friendships. So I have a neighbor uh, who has like the most adorable cat and um, a conversation we had, cause like we're like just now starting to be like friends, you know, but it's still like very, very early. Um, but basically I was telling her, I was like, oh, I really want to like get involved in like more events in London. Like she's been in London for quite a while. And so one day she like messages me, she WhatsApps me, uh, this event that's like, Hey, it's like a free event. Like maybe this is something you'd be interested in. And in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to like outright just ask her, you know, do you want me to come with you? Like what, what is, what's happening? Right. Right. So I'm like, so I'm like, so I'm like, Oh, that does look like a really good event. That's that that's definitely something that I would like that I would go to that. Like that looks really great. That's a great yeah. suggestion. And so she then was like, Oh yeah, well, you know, if you'd go to that, I I would definitely go to that too. And I'm like, right, oh right, God, right. like you know, like, hmm, like maybe do you want to go together? And she's like, Well, yeah, if you want to. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was it was kind of funny, like talking to um like my male friend in that way and being like uh, this happened and like they're, they're just like, why would, why, why didn't you just say outright? Like, 
you know, why, like, do you want to come to this event with me? And it's like, it's just different. There's like a different kind of way of speaking mm-hmm. where you don't want to assert, I don't know, you don't want to be like, yeah, come to this event with me. You just, you kind of want to like, I don't know, like pussyfoot around it a little. <laughs> For lack of a better <laughs> Of a better term. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this also, I mean, just generally speaking, this reminds me what we like the courtship in women, yes. female friendships. Like men, I don't think that they court each other the way we court each other. It's like you see a girl, you think you want to be friends with her, you like ask her out for coffee. Like you it you date them yeah. a little. Like you, you you take them out. You pursue them. Yes. <laughs> you try to find common interests. You go, Oh, maybe not coffee. Maybe we go to the bookstore together. Yeah. You sort of try to find all these like niche ways to go, okay, maybe we could crack. Like, let me get in there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And you're like waiting for the, like when it clicks, like the moment when you're like, oh, now I think we're like, we're not just acquaintances or like girls who go for coffee together. We're like friends now. Friends, yeah. We're gal pals. Yes. There is such a moment. But yeah, I don't know that men necessarily court Mm. one another like that. I feel like a lot of, male friendships are pretty circumstantial as in like they spend enough time around each other coincidentally mm. that they create a friendship yeah. via time spent. Like I feel like they're just like, oh, we've spent enough time together. We are now friends. We're for friends. Women, it's yeah. like a constant like taking them out, trying to be one-on-one with them, trying to get to like that vulnerable place or like mm. emotional place, the connected place. Um, and then like, then you start to feel like, oh, now we're friends. But it's like yes. not so much like if, I feel like if men aren't, like by circumstance put in the same area they would maybe just not become friends but Mm -hmm. women will like we'll make it happen we'll be like oh yeah like i have this coming up or that coming up even her sending that like event she wanted yeah exactly yeah you know what i mean yeah she's trying to gauge interest to go if she doesn't like it then i can be like oh never mind yeah yeah right (laughs) but i feel like yeah like as a woman you know what that meant like you know like exactly but you're you're trying to like gently sort of yeah but you guys are like sort of I don't know, like kind of courting each other in that way. And it, it kind of reminds me of something that I had read before. I feel like, Jade, you you actually read this one. Men, women are from Venus and men are from Mars or something like that. Men are from Mars. Yeah. 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 There's like... I Gender difference. Oh. Yeah. Like gender differences. <laughs> Whisper that. <laughs> it's supposed to be yes. a book about like gender differences yeah. in the way that we communicate or something like that. And... Mm-hmm. In the book, I don't know who the author is, but whoever this author was um, Mm -hmm. said that when men hang out together, they don't actually tend to look at each other in the face. They literally just, yeah, they don't look at each other in the face. So say that uh, there's a reason why they're going to hang out. They're going to hang out because they're playing a sport. They're going to hang out because they're watching um, TV or a movie or something like that. But it's very like it's it's nowhere near the amount of like occurrence of like when women get together like Mm -hmm. they're constantly facing each other I'm always looking into your face I'm always trying to like gauge your reaction because there's more communication in what it is like that like your 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 the way that you're positioned like your body language that sort of thing like there's so much more that I pick up from that than just hearing what it is that you have to say no and that's that's female friendships are like just more I don't want to say more intense, but I would say on average are more intense. Like I yeah. think it's pretty rare to find like an intense male friendship, but like, and by intensity, I mean very connected and like really loyal and deep to one another. And like, I don't know. It's just, it, there is just such a inherent difference. I feel like I, my sister was telling me about this one thing she read. I'm not sure what it was, but it talked about the difference of friendships and really little kids. And mm-hmm. basically um, this woman was saying like, little girls have 
really intense friendships with one another where it's like you will have like your best friend and like for some reason it's like you guys are each other's world and it's like world. this really intense connection like, and if they cheat on you you like cheat, yeah like, it, it yeah. yeah god forbid they hang out with another girl or go to like the movies yeah and you're like oh my god she's never gonna look at me the same yeah. ever again yeah or it's like or it's like if if they did that and they didn't tell you that they were going with annabelle to the movies it's like why didn't she tell why me her and annabelle tell were going me? To <laughs> yeah and when you're little it's like these really hyper like almost almost burgeoning on the intensity that romantic relationships yeah. will have later in life for people. Yeah. Just that sort of intensity and almost like possessiveness in a way of yeah. like, this is my person. This yeah. is my friend. Whereas they like little boys, like obviously they have friends and like p- friends they really like and they love spending time with, but the intensity of it is just dialed back quite a lot. And I think that that carries into adulthood as well. I think obviously I'm sorry. There's once again, like, I don't know what it is. The biggest trucks come down this street. The second I start, I mean, trucks, I, the likes of man have not seen before come down this street. And I don't know for what it's just apartments down here. I just, I do not know for what Mm. I feel like as we get older, while like some of the more toxic traits of that, like the possessiveness or the, like that Mm. stuff dials back the level of like involvement in one another's lives is still high. Like I can't tell you how many guys I know that do not update their friends on things that happen to them. Yeah. Like until well, they why? see them, it'll be like six why? months and then like they'll get a girlfriend and their friends will not know that they've been dating a girl for half a year. They will <laughs> not know. Nuts. How is that possible? It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. Cause like I hear from guys time and time again, it's like, Oh yeah. When I see them is when I see them. And when I see them, we pick up where we left off. Obviously that's a, like, like that's a very similar thing that you get in female friendships as well. You don't have like female friendships all the time in which like we're talking all the time and we kind of like, you know, pick up where we left off. But I feel like it's just so much more like pronounced in, in male friendships where it's just like, I don't, I will not talk to this guy for literally 10 years but when yes. i see him again at the function when i run into him I, we haven't even planned to see each other but when we run into each other like you know it's like no time is like past yeah. like and i'll just update them about the fact that i'm married with kids like what but they don't do the recap the way we do the recap yeah. like if i because because okay I talk to Desiree very frequently on account of the fact that we do this once a week. Yeah. Literally. You and I will have a phone call like once every five months maybe. <laughs> but on the phone, like I know what tea I need to give you. Yes. And I'm ready. I'm like, oh my God, in it go. X bullet point, Y bullet point. Mm-hmm. Like I, I go through it. Men will be like, they'll like catch up with each other and they won't even be like, what's been up in your life? They're just like, you liking the party? Like they, they, and then then it'll come out. Oh, and by the way, I got married. Oh, oh, and by the way, I have a kid, but they don't, they're not like, I don't know. It's like, it's different. Whereas for women, it would feel like weird if your friend was withholding certain information about her life like that, I think. It'd be like, huh? Yeah, no, Why didn't you I'd tell be, me? I would think, I would think that we're not really friends. Like, if yeah, I see yeah. you at the function, you know, X amount of months later or something like that, and like we're just chatting about stuff, like just chatting about the weather, and then like all of a sudden you're just like, oh yeah, and like you know, by the way, so and so proposed or whatever. It's like, no, bitch, start over. <laughs> like, give me all of the details. Like, yeah. where did he propose? What's the what does the ring look like? I mean, like, give me detail. If you don't give me detail, I'm just gonna assume that you don't actually trust me or you know want to give me that kind of information. It's yeah. offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. well, this always goes back to like earlier on when you were saying like, you know, men, male friendships they don't look each other in the eyes because they're doing things. Yeah. Even though. Female friendships have a lot of, okay, we want to go to this bookstore or the library or check out. A lot of it is conversation-based. Yes. Like, a lot of my hangouts traditionally, like, 
why don't you come over and bring a bottle of wine and we'll start chatting? Or why don't we go for coffee and chat? Why don't you come for dinner and chat? Like, it's almost like the excuse is just a... It's a different setting. You're just yeah. changing a yeah. way you Absolutely. Talk. No, that's so right? true. Like, the event you do is, like, for you to have a conversation mm-hmm. at. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, going... That's why so much of it's, like, going for a coffee, like... And then, obviously, you have things like going to a concert. But the, yeah. uh, mo- mo- the some of the most fun parts about going to a concert with your friends is, like, standing in the queue, chatting to each other, drinking before, getting dinner before, like... You're right. It is all about yeah. like chatting in different settings. <laughs> Literally, that's just just a remix version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I also think this kind of also goes back to um, in our last in our lost episode, we talked a lot about gossip, and we mm. talked a lot about like the how important gossip is as women. Yes, um, it's integral. I think women mm-hmm. are just information sharers. So the idea that someone would not give you the lowdown on their life. Is like oh we don't sh- we don't exchange info anymore with yeah. one another and that's a huge bonding thing for women. It's like telling someone about this thing or telling them about that thing. So all your girls that you're close to are in the know about something. Exactly. When someone's yeah. withholding information, it's like oh, oh are you no longer in the information circle because yeah. I give you and you give me. That's how it works. Right. Exactly. And it's a, it's a trust thing. And obviously, when we talk about gossip, we're not meaning anything like salacious, like anything like super no. mean or anything like that, or even mean like at all. It's just more. It's just more like you know kind of like saying things for what they are and um like just I don't know like sharing information that is like actually kind of vital to know what's going on in someone else's life you know and yeah like it's just psychoanalyzing too and psychoanalyzing of course how can we mm-hmm. forget and yeah it's like it's one of those things that are needed in female friendships and yeah like the way that men operate like they don't give each other the tea like and I'm like so what do you guys no. do what do you do yeah and it's, it's interesting because it's like, obviously female friendships just generally, they, we could say probably that the reason female friendships are as intense and involved as they are is because it was like necessary in the past mm. to have close female yeah. friendships. Like if you are in a society in which you have zero political power, economic power, property, like rights, just generally, you need people, one, who get it and two, who can help you in certain ways. Like if you have the social sphere is the only thing at your dispense, then you better have a strong social sphere. Your circle better be tight, trusted, good, and you guys better give each other the tea on, like, I mean, unfortunately, I hate even saying this, but, like, back in the day, it was, like, what your husband was saying about, like, this thing going on. Mm. Well, you're going to spread it to the girlies, and oh, you're going to yeah, get gonna pieces them. of the puzzle. Right. And, and, and that is such a... Uh-huh. It's like a feminine tradition because to this day, this, I saw this like thing on Instagram, which was like, why do men think they can cheat on women? Women talk too much. She knows a girl who knows a girl who knows a girl who knows a girl who knows a guy who knows a girl. And it gets like, because like, I think just culturally and socially, that is how we like connect and get strong kind of. It's like sharing information with each other. Last time we also mentioned this in terms of gossiping of like, it's not... It's twofold. Like, we also do it at work. Like, I I said, I love gossiping. No one can ever shame me for that. Yeah. And I stand by it. Yeah. yeah because you absolutely. do it at work to collect information. Yeah. And then I also think when you transfer it to the social thing, you can learn a lot by going, why do I now? Why not? Like, ruminating. Mm-hmm. By going, why did she do that? Like, why? Like, what was her reason for that? Oh, his response was quite interesting. Now, yeah. why would he feel yeah. that way? Yeah. Like, it's so fun to psychoanalyze. And I think you learn a lot going forward. Like, I always think, I always find it so applicable when I'm talking to people about recent things to go, 
boom. This reminds me of this instance three years ago yeah. when this mm-hmm. exact thing happened where she did this thing to her. So this is what's going to happen. I'm going to prophesize. Like, yeah. Prophesize? Yeah. What's the Prophesize? word? Yeah. Prophesize, yeah. Prophesize, yeah. Yeah, yeah, prophesize. Yeah. Like, I, I, can, I can tell you exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Based off that one conversation. Yeah, and that's just the thing. Like, women are... I don't know. I, I think that men can afford to be lone wolves and not do that sort of thing. They can afford to not get the tea from their friends and whatever mm-hmm. and not really have this close, like, support network. But for women, it's... I, I just think it's crucial and it's bred into... <laughs> It's a bread into us. Look, we said this. Well, actually, Indigo said it yesterday. She said it's like bread into women. And then she was like, oh, never mind. I don't want to say that. That's a bad one. Now I said it. And you put it in my head. I'll blame it. I think that it is taught to women and sort of like now becomes kind of a, it's just like an an inevitable way in the way we, you get raised as a woman Mm -hmm. that you value those relationships you value like sharing and gossiping with them and going to chat and like because it just creates some sort of it creates a bond and then you have your circle of girlies and we were saying this yesterday like if you tell one thing to a girlie in your like friendship circle or one of your friendship circles you know that that whole circle will know everything by the end Uh, everyone's gonna know it's going out but the the thing is is you don't want it to spread outside of the circle yeah exactly Mm -hmm. yeah i don't think men have these politics I don't think that they have those sorts of like understandings of this is a this is a absolutely do not do yeah or this is a green flag like I don't think they have that no for better or for you worse know what? yeah <laughs> yeah but like I I I do think because you know like there are certain times where I'm like you know men are actually quite gossips as well but they don't have I agree they don't have like the sort of mechanisms like the the in the bread in mechanisms to know like sort mm-hmm. of like what's a what's a no go <laughs> what's a like who do I share that with in that way? Because like men are kind of like gossipy in a way. Yeah. Like they, it's not, they, they haven't mastered the art. They certainly haven't. Well, they, they get gossipy around. I'll notice like if there's one guy in a group, in like a group of girlies, like he'll join in on the gossip. Cause it's fun. Oh, yeah. It's fun. But I don't think that they necessarily do it to each other beyond mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't, I don't think they get as, Hmm. As you said, the art is the artistry isn't there, and I think they feel more comfortable doing it in a room of women, yeah, um, oh, than yeah, with men okay, because like the men might not respond positively to it all the time, mm. or they might just be like, okay, why are we talking yeah, about like, that? So it doesn't matter, yeah. That's with girls, true. like there's very few things I feel like I could not bring. I could be like, oh my god, so this this cousin of a friend of a person I kind mm-hmm. of barely know, you wouldn't believe <laughs> what happened to her. And You're the girls want to know. <laughs> yes, the girls sit there like what. <gasps> aspect that yeah. you could have yeah. and we're gonna as you said ruminate on like who, this absolute stranger who none of us will ever meet or interact with we're gonna ruminate on their decision making yeah. how they might yeah. feel about all of this. how their like, family members reaction that's <laughs> what her mother thought it's just so like i don't know there's something about it it's just it's an age-old feminine tradition it keeps us bonded yes. and it teaches you about people because also i think you know when someone stepped into malicious gossiping. Like you yeah. know, and you, it, yeah. that tells you about the person. When that red flag goes up, you go, okay, signaled, yeah. assessed, noted. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing. Actually, this is kind of a good um, segue into the my second question, which is, what are the stereotypes of female friendships? Because I think that a lot of both good and bad. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of movies and like maybe a lot of men would consider women gossiping as it being completely malicious and like rude to other girls like yes. oh can you believe she wore that blah 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 
But what's funny and what they're missing is like the fact that most women respond very negatively when you can tell someone's gossip is like rude or sharp. It's like you, you guys, you guys are chatting and one girl says a comment that you're like, oh, whoa, that was a little yeah, too far. We, didn't, we weren't being that real. Okay. Like, oh, we were just having some fun, some light fun here. Um, right. And even if you don't say it, even if you aren't like, oh, like that's too far in your head, it, it's clocked. It's like, okay, well, I'm yes. not yes. sharing information with that bitch. Yeah. And like, you, yeah, yes. you know. And you can see all the other women in the room doing the same thing. All the other yeah, women are like, just like mm. oh, mm. if they don't, then you go, this isn't my tribe. These are yes. my people. Yes. Yes. This is, there's some yeah. dynamics here that I can't be bothered to get into. Yeah. It's like fine, fine line. Yeah. But that's what a lot of like male film writers probably get wrong is that, you know, it's, it's not, the gossip isn't like malicious or rude mm. or like snarky. When it is actually... It's a huge red flag. Yes. Because women, and this is what they're forgetting, women don't just gossip about people outside of their friendship circles. They gossip about people inside the friendship circles. And it can be positive. And themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And themselves. Because you give information to your friends knowing full well that it's going to go to the other friends in the circle, like I said. I literally had a phone call with Caitlin. Shout out Caitlin, her mention of the episode. Um, I had a phone call with Caitlin and we started by saying, (laughs) Desiree, you're going to love this. I started by saying, okay, you tell me what you know about my life from Desiree. I'll tell you what I know about your life from Desiree. <laughs> you see, like, it's like, it's not gossip. It's not gossip in the way that people think of, like, people would think of it, like, oh, tea, like, malicious, rude. It's more like I told Desiree something on a call. I know, like, I'm cool with the fact that she might relate information to Caitlin. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, because, like, we all got to know what's going on with each other. <laughs> I yes. Like it's a sign of security. Like I yeah. think about this like yeah. security myself and my friendships. Like I know for a fact that my friends have gossiped and pulled apart my life and my decisions. Yeah. Fair enough. So be it. Like, yeah. You know? I have no doubts. Like I always think about like my past roommates. And we always used to say they're like, I can't remember where it used to come up, but I was like, don't tell me what you hate about. Like, the things you don't like about living with me. I I know you talk, but there are things I do that must wind you up, but I don't need to know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Unless it's super serious, ignorance is bliss. Yeah. And I was comfortable with that. No. It's okay. You're so right. It is a form of security because it's like, I, I, like, trust Mm. that the girls who I'm, I'm giving information to have my back and, like, have the best intentions for me at heart. Therefore, I trust that the way they're going to talk about me behind my back is not going to be hurtful or terrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. These networks of communication keep you connected because yeah. Yeah. in the sense of long distance. Yeah. For instance, say that thing that you just said, Desiree. In, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm so saying like, like, when I'm back into it. <laughs> <laughs> what I was saying was, like, you, like in, especially in our, in our kind of like network that we have going on, yeah, as, as we are like spaced mm. out, like, it feels like across the world, even though it's, yeah, actually in yeah. a way. Um, it's like, you can't really keep up with everybody at the same time and like share, I guess like directly information about your life with like at the same time with everybody. So it's actually very helpful to tell one or two or three people and know that that's going to get around to like the entire mm-hmm. network. It saves you time. You already know that they know. So you feel like, oh yeah, like everyone's involved in my life. And it's a positive thing. Like you you just got to trust, you have to trust your network. And, and also like, you know, I mean, I just, I just feel like it's one of those things that's actually like quite positive, like very much net positive. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's also because, okay, it also, it normally 
is positive because you've already vetted these people. You know that you trust yeah. them. You've heard them talk about other people. Like we were saying, you've heard them talk about other people in a very respectful way. So you know, if they're talking about me, I know it's respectful. Like I know where I stand with them. I know they're not going to be like, like rude about me. Even if, even if let's say I do a dumb decision mm. and you two have a phone call about it. I know that it's all going to be love. Like, even yeah. even if you guys are like, what? She is such an idiot sometimes. Like, I just know it's still, like, it's still, like, love. I don't know. Like, I don't mind. Um, and I, I think that, like, that's something also that gets missed out in, like, sort of movies and stuff is, like, you have to learn. You learn what you can say to certain people. And, like, when you're starting a friendship with women you give them a little bit of tea and see how they take it and then they give you a little bit of tea to see how you take it and when you think oh like I think we can trust each other I like the way that you gossip then it's like boom now we're off to the races now we can (laughs) spill tea yeah but you know when when it comes to like popular film and stuff like that um I don't know when the last guys you the last time you guys watched easy a oh it's been a while I don't think you guys watch I watched that. I watched that very like recently, actually on a plane ride coming back here. And the way that the female friendship, the the primary female friendship between, I guess, like Emma Stone's character and uh, what's her? Oh my god! From Ali and AJ. Yeah, yeah, Mashaka, oh, yeah. Allison Mashaka. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god, where's she at now? Anyway, um, I saw a concert two years ago, actually. Oh, oh my god! Ali and AJ, it changed my life. The oh, breakup song, like potential Live? breakup song. Are you kidding me? I'm telling you right oh now, the girlies and the gays were there, and we were like, <laughs> 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 <I'm laughs> That's incredible. Oh, God. That's insane. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, like, in the movie, like, they apparently were best friends since childhood or something like that. Like, they've been best friends from the jump. Yet, Emma Stone's character tries tries her hardest to actually tell uh um alice and mishaka like what's going on in her life she's not actually a quote-unquote slut here's what actually happened and like her friend is like no i know you're lying to me and i know you're a slut and it's okay and like the entire movie is like emma trying to like tell her like no 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 this is what i mean and 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 her best friend is just like i know you're just like one big slut it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and it's like when in in what friendship in what female friendship would like anything like that happen like someone that you've known like your whole life you can't even confide in them because they're just so like sex obsessed and stuff like that like what the fuck i watched that i was like this is so unrealistic like literally so unrealistic but it's like like it's men who are writing these scripts and portraying female friendships to be that way and then also influencing younger women to to act out in that way as well because Alison Mashaka did it. Like it's it's really weird. It's very weird. Like that we have males writing female friendships in that way when they have not a single clue about like how they actually work. That would never fly. Because ultimately, it's not a healthy female friendship. Like I think that's no. what also, it also gets wrong. Because correct me if I'm wrong, but at the end of EZA, they get back together and they're like, hee hee ha ha, our friendship is fixed. When in reality, if that were to happen to you, you go, this is a slightly flawed relationship. We can't really (laughs) continue this friendship. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's the thing, it is oftentimes like men writing scripts where women, there are like female friends, and it's always the most toxic depictions of female friendships. Like, the cattiness and the competitiveness and what it really misses out on is, and I know I've said this a million times now, but like the actual 
structural integrity of a female friendship is held together by connection like it is community it's because women are just like inherently we're community builders we like to do things together we like to like uh i don't know we like to all feel connected to one another Mm. and these these movies depict female friendships as though they are male friendships operating in a power structure weird and that's not necessarily how it always goes the female friendships that are like that normally contain women who are deeply deeply hurting over something like not well and who have been raised told that women are catty and fighting all the time yeah Um, so they act out in that way or can also just be terrible people or also Mm, that just like shit people yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) but like yeah the (laughs) most female friendships you encounter are ones of like deep trust and loyalty and uh reliability and just nothing nothing like like hierarchical the way that they are depicted sometimes you know and i think also, this might segue into your next question about media. Mm-hmm. Because we get so, you know, we, and sense of community, men don't have that. Yeah. And that's not the best way to say it. <laughs> men have no <laughs> sense of community. Men I was like, wait, where that. is my eloquence? <laughs> <laughs> but the sense of community, I, I think you typically don't see exercised as much by men that they feel that they need that community. I think it's yeah. maybe from how they were raised, like the epidemic of male loneliness. Yeah. I no, talked about that a lot, right? And I really believe in it. And I don't think I fully saw it until I left college and looked at different men in my life at different stages of their life, whether they're like fathers, you know, son, like sons, brothers, <laughs> yeah. in my case, not my son, um, or like male friends that I have that they don't, have that innate need or or maybe it's like a because they don't like it's sort of awkward to go out and court other people yeah and you don't see any movies about male friendships in that way that you see even the positive female friendship movies yeah yeah no 100 percent. what is acceptable in in terms of being emotional with one another that threshold is way lower in Mm. in male friendships as they are societally depicted for women i mean like it is, you know, we've grown up watching movies where, I mean, and I wouldn't argue that this is the healthiest mindset either, mm. but movies where these girls are connected at the hip, like best friends, like they do everything together. So we we are really comfortable with the idea of being like, you know, courting women, mm. exercising the communal muscle of let's all get together. Let's do this. I'm going to put myself out on a limb kind of and say, I love you. You're my friend. I really care about you. And I love spending time with you. But men aren't really taught that that's okay to do, I think. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that they don't have really good, deep friendships, even in their own way. But it is to say that there is like a large portion of men who are so lonely, as you said, yeah. because they don't know how to connect, especially when they're at a part in, in their lives where they can't get in uh, circumstantial friendships like that I was talking about earlier. When you're yeah. not in your in your dorm room in university forced together with other men or like you know, in a class in high school, but you're just like out living exactly. your life. You have a it's kid. It's hard enough. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't have, they're not taught that it's okay for them to like court another man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I also kind of feel like since like I, one of the main ingredients when it comes to like the beginning of female friendships, is just that vulnerability, like being able to be vulnerable with each other. I feel like vulnerability, like in the society that we live in, because we do live in a society, like yeah, I feel like so the vulnerable in the society, um, vulnerability, <laughs> vulnerability is like considered more of a feminine sort of 
um, yeah. yeah, a feminine kind of emotion. And femininity oftentimes equals like negative. Like you know, we don't want to be like women. We don't want to be pussies yeah. in that way, which I absolutely yeah. hate. But like, yeah, like, and I feel like yeah, like okay, yeah. It, how can I be vulnerable? I'm supposed to be a man, this heteronormative homogenous man. Um, I can't be vulnerable. If you can't be vulnerable, you're not going to make friends. Yeah. Cause it's a, it's the crux of like a relationship with someone indicates that you need some level of vulnerability. Like it's just, it's a necessary, you know? Cause I also think the most powerful thing for me, and this is, it hit me of all places in the Avatar 2 movie. Oh, <laughs> thank God we're finally talking about Avatar. Oh, I'm so but happy. I truthfully think on the note of vulnerability and being friends, no, the, the obviously the avatar the ultimate display of love is when they look at the other look at each other and go i see you yeah and honestly the, don't know why it hit in that movie that i was in tears sobbing next to my brother and sister yeah. but i was like just that idea of like so <laughs> okay sorry as someone who hasn't the blue watched it, as someone who hasn't actually watched it just hearing like they're just like they look each other in the eye and they're like I see you. It's, it's a beautiful like desert because it means it means you see their soul. It means you see who they are. You see them and you accept them. Like you you don't care. You see the flaws, the good, the Navi people. They say, I see you. Right? <laughs> and like, that's obviously like a romance setting. It's all like these six foot people going, yeah, you're the six foot person I want to get with. <laughs> but taking that statement aside, it's like, that, that's what you seek. And like, or at least I think, you know, not to gender it too much, but if you're a female, or you, like that's what you want in a relationship. You yeah. want someone to see you, yeah. to see the worst yeah. sides of like your most cringy stuff and laugh about it with you. Yeah. Like you want yeah. that safe space to go, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, that is so impactful because... Yeah, I think, unfortunately, a lot of men are raised in their, like, raised being told that in their friendships, they should do everything they can to not actually be fully seen. Like I was saying, like, to save face. But for women, it's all about that. Like, Mm. uh, you want friends who know the weirdest, dorkiest, craziest stuff about you. I mean, we've all seen each other at very low lows. (laughs) Very very embarrassing lows. Very low lows, yes. yes. You know, and then then the next day she's still there and laughs about it with you or makes you feel better about it or goes for a coffee with you and it's just like, oh, whatever. Like, oh, you wouldn't believe that. Two years ago I did something just like that. And like feeling that safe, yeah. Like, oh, I'm being seen. Right, to pick up... <laughs> that was bad. What was It's like that? an earthquake, bro. It, oh, it, my they're God. Unloading, they're unloading the biggest pile of wooden planks you've ever seen in your life. Like, they are rebuilding a house right now. I don't <laughs> of understand. Of course. Right? Oh, my God. Um, but it kind of... It reminds me of, like, when I, when I first moved to London, I joined this Facebook group called, like, the Lonely London Girls Chat or something like that. And just the fact that there were literally hundreds of girls that were actually like I guess confessing to the fact that they're lonely and don't have people to like you wouldn't like oh my god I was I I searched up London men's group chat of course there's none like you'll never see that when it comes to like no like within men like they just they 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 just can't be vulnerable in that way or at least like not to like a huge degree right or like at least hope in the future men as a general (laughs) can do you know because like that is so like, it, I think it enriches your life. And it I does. think that's obviously, yeah. like, when they go, okay, down the line, if I want something, you know, 
oh god, I can't like the men's movement. Meninists rise. Like gender equality, I guess. <laughs> of like ha- being able, it's okay to be vulnerable and go, yeah, maybe I'm having a shit time post college because I moved away from my friends and I'm really lonely and I don't know how to join like yeah. see people. Yeah. 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 And this is this is the thing. Um, I do think it's changing quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, I do think male friendships are... Because I know now a lot of men who have really, like, deep emotional connections to one another. And I would say it's probably more so than our parents could say they've seen mm-hmm. male friendships. A hundred percent. I think it's really developing. Maybe this is controversial to say, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say it anyways. I do think that men see the primary emotional network for them in their lives being their if they're straight men i would say um women the women that they date Mm. their romantic Mm -hmm. interested women Mm. that is like their support network that is where they get that emotional fulfillment from and their friends are like activity buddies yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but i do think for women like i think obviously you can have a very deep reliant relationship with your partner you should and you should Mm. but i also think that there is something to be said for the predominance that your female friendships will have. Like, I, I think that we don't necessarily say, okay, I have a boyfriend or a girlfriend now, my friends go away. It's not really, like, I think that the, culturally speaking, you're supposed to still, as a woman, really rely on your group of female friends. I know I have at least, like, mm. now I'm, I've been in a relationship for a while, but that wouldn't, that really hasn't affected like my need for female friendships in my life and my like craving to have those close connections in the like friendship setting, you know? Yeah. And I kind of feel like, especially in media, like it's like, Oh yeah. When you get into a relationship where you find quote unquote, the one, then it's like an an all encompassing thing. You don't need anyone else in your life. If you have that person, such a lie, literally such a lie. How could that ever be? Like, I like, I, I it's to me it's just like I mean obviously it's it's just an added benefit to have someone in your life that you're seeing or something like that and having like a deep relationship with them but in no way shape or form does it negate like literally the years the decades of friendships that you have like with yeah. other people you need them you still need them and especially oh, yeah. because like in every relationship there's going to be ups and downs in your friendships and your romantic relationships who are you going to rely on when things go kind of weird and rocky between Mm -hmm. you and you know whoever it is that you're seeing romantically you need your friends like it's a necessity right yeah you need to ruminate you need to ruminate ruminate. (laughs) yes ruminating no it's so true and i do feel as though that's something that it actually makes me sad to think about the epidemic of male loneliness because i do think like if you think about lots of okay Sex in the City, right? TV show. Supremely problematic if you watch it in the current decade. However, I love it. It's a great <laughs> show. It's for the girlies. Um, and I have to say, like, a lot of the show is about them realizing that, like, these men are coming and going in their lives and they're having fun with them. But, like, the most impactful relationships they really have is with one another in a way. Um, and I never, I'll never forget, like, uh, I think it's, like, Charlotte says this. They're, like, all in the cafe and, like, Carrie says something like, I'm just like so frustrated. Like, when is my mm. like soulmate coming around? And then Charlotte's like, what if we're each other's soulmates? And like guys are like these wonderful, beautiful things that come into our lives. But like the true soulmate relationship is here at this mm. table, like all of yeah. us. Aww, so and that's cool. like so beautiful. And also I think just so 
um, I think it's a good representation for the way that a lot of women think about their friendships. Like it's so important. It's on a connected level equivalent to like a romantic relationship in a way where it's like, I want this person in my life. I want them around. I want to foster our relationship, um, nurture it. You were saying this yesterday and they go like, sometimes men don't necessarily know how to nurture their relationships with one another, Mm. but women like we make efforts to keep the spark alive yeah. in our friendships. <laughs> yeah. Like that's why on yeah. average, I feel like female friendships last, what was it? 16 years, which is six more than the average, um, romantic relationship because women, like we foster it and carry them through our lives and we have every intention to carry them through our lives, you know? And I think it's also just so empowering in the sense of like, it takes the pressure off your romantic relationship. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause I think, yeah. you know, a very traditional female worry is, you know, whether perpetuated or, like, you know, in actuality of, like, what if I can't find my partner? What if I find who I thought was the love of my life and I divorce him and I end up a lonely old hag in the woods? Yeah, like, yeah. If, if you have your foot on it, so weights or friends and you have a diversified life where you mm-hmm. go, yeah, okay, I'll, sometimes I go out to jet set to, you know, Asia with my friends or we visit oh. do girls' trips. Oh, or, oh the right? chateau. <laughs> Or I get coffee and I go to the library and I go to art shows. You're no longer like, it's no longer the central theme of your life. Yeah. Like relation, like romantic yeah. relationships. You know, you're yeah, free like to spread your wings. Yeah. yeah. It's like, a, yeah, as no, you said, like a really fun, exciting add-on. Yeah. But like the what, and honestly, it's like historically speaking, like you could not always trust the man around you, you couldn't even trust the man you married. Half the time you didn't even choose to marry him. Like he might've like left you high and dry, no property, yeah. no money, no nothing. Um, divorced and back in the day that meant like you were a spinster, no one wanted you. So you can't even get new property and new money. Who's there to look after you? It's the girly pop. The girls. The girly pops. The yeah. And that's, and that's just like necessary. Whereas um, for men, for instance, you could you could afford to be a lone wolf. Like you don't necessarily need that in your life. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Well, how about we wrap up this episode with talking about um, what our female friendships have meant to us in life? Yeah. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. Oh <laughs> I, feel like we're, I feel like we're like at an AA meeting. Like, hi, my name yeah. is Desiree and I'm addicted to my female friends. <laughs> like, I just kind of feel like literally if you look at, if you look at um, my communication, like throughout the day, majority of my time being social is literally me chatting with the girls. Like it's literally phone calls with the girls. It's, you know, like obviously, you know, Jade and I, we like do the voice message thing from time to time as well. Like it's loaded up voice messages. It's like, it's literally constantly updating, constantly updating um, my, my circle about what's going on with me literally like all the time. And I feel like it's one of those things, even if it's not like an all the time sort of thing, like literally even like months down the line, I'm like constantly just like updating, updating, updating. And I feel like it's the foundation of my life. Like literally I feel like my female friendships without them, I don't feel like I have much life isn't as gratifying. Um, I don't think that I would know as much as I know about myself um, if I did not have like female friendships or female friends in which I could reflect off of, um, I feel like literally it's just, it's, it's one of those things where I, I feel like so much of my life would be very empty without my female friends in my life. Mm. <laughs> well, that's just me. I don't know. Yeah. And I think that's for me, it's grounding. Like you said, like 
And I also think it can be a revival in the sense when I go to see a good friend, whether it's just like to hang over or just like trips to see you guys, like dinners, you're sort of reminded of who you are. I think yeah. when you can get lost. Yeah. I think especially in the time where we are, we're like, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, I'm clutching my chest right now. <laughs> right? Like things that like in your early 20s, can be very difficult post-college when you move away and you're trying to sort so many facets of your life out that you sort of sometimes go, oh, I'm really bogged down in work. Who am I outside that? What are my passions? Mm-hmm. How do I joke? Like, yeah. what, what's my humour again? And you see people and your female friends that you've known for however long. You're sort of reminded, you're like, you walk away going, oh, that's who I am. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Like, I remember me. <laughs> yeah oh Oh, that's really beautiful oh god mm -hmm. yeah I think for me it's like this I would agree with everything you two just said I'd also say like just such a source of great great fun um like we were saying this before like some of the best um the best memories I have is like going on a night out with all my friends all my female friends like yeah like and and sometimes the best nights or the best parts of the night were getting ready with the girls before going out Mm-hmm. It's just like yes. great fun, um, a feeling of safety. And um, I would also say a big thing for me is like I, I feel really lifted up and empowered by the women in my life. Not only do I look up to so many of them and think so highly about so many of them, but I just feel as though they help me also feel good about myself and like grounded in mm. my choices. and yeah. Yeah, like for yesterday I came home basically on the verge of tears from my um, music production class because I'm the only girl in the room and I felt like I wasn't doing as good as all the guys. And just like being able to call the girls, come home and tell them about that and just be received, find solace in them and be uplifted by them. It's just such a special, really special thing. And I do think as women, that's when we are at our most powerful is when we are really like connected to one another and supportive of one another and have each other's backs like there's nothing we cannot do when so we are like that nothing. like it's just joyous whimsical fun and like keep it deep playful. keep it playful <laughs> joyous whimsical fun that is cloaking some of the deepest most intense vulnerability <laughs> yes like, yeah actually actually you peel back a few layers and it's literally me skinless like yeah yeah it's so funny because I feel like we almost we've almost depicted it as though female friendships is all like braiding each other's hair and telling you you love them. That is not the case. It's a lot of headassery, but you know yes. there's something there's something different in its core. It is so special and and incredible and moving and emotional. But it, we keep it whimsical yeah. on top. We, we keep, keep it playful. Playful. Yeah, yeah. But like I mean, like even today, like literally, like what got me through this Friday is knowing that I was going to record with you guys at the end of the day mm. and like have a yeah girl i love you guys i can say that over the airwaves you guys know how i feel about you yeah i there was a a time in my life where i genuinely was like i am being kept going like living by the (laughs) fact that i have these voice notes from desiree and i'm gonna get indy on a hot girl walk call Mm -hmm. at some point (laughs) and like just like having having those having that connection and contact with other women who you trust and who you love it's just it's the best thing in the world it really is like yeah. it's incredible irreplaceable. Um, irreplaceable well all right i say let's wrap it up um give a female friend in your life a little a little hug a little 
text. <laughs> a little text. Even even right. send her a little send her a little silly silly thing. Just yeah. you know, yeah, like you, gooses in your life. Yeah, geese. for the, for the <laughs> silly geese in your life. Send them a little send them a little text. Um, yeah, and we are going to let you do that and peace out for today. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it for now. Yeah, thank you so much to Indigo for coming on this episode. My pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if you want more episodes, you can find us anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to follow us and interact with us, you can find us where, right At tincannular.podcast. Send us a message, DM us, literally tell us your thoughts. Uh, just shoot us, shoot us, just shoot us a message if, if you so please. We love hearing from you guys. So yeah, find us on there. Yeah. And until then, um, Make some deep lasting friendships and report back to us next Monday. Yeah, how it went. Yeah. <laughs> your homework. That's your homework. Make some <laughs> make some girlies. Get some girly puffs in your life. Go out for brunch. Yeah, go out for brunch. brunch. Go out for brunch, brunch and get some starch in your spine, girl. Yeah, starch yeah. in your come spine. Up, come up with like an amazing quote. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's your homework. <laughs> All right. Love you guys very much. Goodbye. Love you.